Uh. Some of people's one time. What up, what up, what up? Good morning. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are swirled into, (laughs) you're swirled into, caught in a windstorm here. This is Across the Intersection Podcast. This is AJ. I'm here with Eve and Avery. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Hello, hello. As always, you can get us when you get us, which would be iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. And uh, please, if you're on that iTunes platform, go ahead and give us all five of those stars. Um... If you want to hit us up, please reach out to us on social media. Um, we're at Across This on Twitter, um, Across This One on the Gram, and Across the Intersection on Facebook. Um, By the way, we've been appreciating your remarks uh, concerning yeah, those posts. Some people have been responding to stuff. Yeah, yeah some like people have really been, you know, interactive. For, so for, for all the people that's been responding to us on Facebook, we thank you. We're just putting things out, some of the things we discuss. Uh, some of the things that we don't discuss um, that we look forward to discussing in the future. So if you've been hitting us up on Facebook, please just continue to do so. Um, you know, we like to see feedback, to see that people are, you know, vibing with what we've been talking about. So Making disciples. <laughs> yeah, making disciples. Um, we disciple people in the, on how to piss people off. That's that's what we <laughs> <laughs> that's what we that's what we aim to do. So Well, you know, honey's bitter at first cause you gotta get past the bees. Mm. Woo! Was that Solomon? No, I'm, scared. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um so we you know, the the last uh I don't know, last week we started a, a discussion about um consumerism and materialism and uh, you know, we we want we want to go ahead and just minimalism and minimalism, all minimalism of the above. Minimalism in a in a uh, scriptural uh, in a scriptural context. context. Yeah. yeah. So we want to go ahead and and you know c- continue with that in continue in that vein. Um, thought it was really uh, beneficial and and really fruitful. Yeah. And we want to continue in that vein because as we talked about you know last week, um, a lot of what we consider. And the way that we view things is because of our context, right? Even though we overuse the word context, right? <laughs> yeah. The context, Basically the, the context is contextual. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the environment we live in and the environment we were born into and the monetary system that we're talking about over these past couple of episodes is normative. When you're born into something, that's normative to you. And uh, sometimes we, we don't step back and examine it, it in and of itself. Exactly. So... I think I, I want to go back in there because th- there was a scripture in, in the Bible. Sorry, people. I know, you know for those of you who don't, don't want to get Bible-y. I like to just Bible. give my, you know, I just like to give my, my, my preface. It's the Bible. Don't apologize for the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apologizing for the Bible. The Bible. Nah, yeah, it's good to acknowledge, yeah, um, yeah people's uh, contentions because yeah. a lot of times their contentions are unfounded and then it's like as soon as you bring it up, you know, the ears go, uh-huh. they close, close them up, close them up mm-hmm. even though, you know, it's like. So I, 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 I like to just preface it by saying, hey, we about to get a little bible But you know what? This might have caused some people to go to that bookshelf and, and inhale and yeah, you know, blow off the, all that dust that has been settling the, on the aforementioned <laughs> well, and say, wait a second, what is this Bible? Yeah, the funny thing about the Bible scriptures is like it's a, um, uh, a kill pill almost. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but a kill pill is something that uh, soldiers use or can use depending on like the mission. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, a little cyanide. Yeah, I mean, if they become right. a POW, if they yeah, get to that point, you know, something they prefer. Yeah, something installed like in a tooth or whatever, and then you can crack it and swallow it, um, and then you escape. And uh, the the scriptures is it's not intended um, for uh, to you to 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 it's not it's not delivered to us by this government or allowed to be here in this government to um allow us to check out from from the government um but when you when you really look at it and you see that the the scriptures have existed prior to um any modern any modern government government and uh, that and it influences it influences so many so many um so many policies, so many laws, mm-hmm. um, 
so many so many um, missions throughout throughout um, modern time uh, that you would be you know you 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 don't you're doing yourself a disservice by by just uh, sleeping on it because of the package in which that unfortunately it has been presented to a lot to, of to a lot of people yeah. through um, hucksters and uh, <laughs> hucksters. No, I mean and real, and improper improper tutors. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and so yeah, uh, and then uh, other times we just kind of grow out of the tutelage in which that we were given, and we need you know we need something something deeper. And unfortunately, and we, you know what's funny, find, the Bible yeah. speaks to that. Yeah, and, uh-huh. like that's not a modern day occurrence. The right. Bible speaks to wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm-hmm. So people, yeah. improper mm-hmm. student, I mean Im- improper teachers, right? Mm-hmm. Faulty conductors, if you want to call mm-hmm. it that, have been trying to present Christian stuff. Since the inception of Christianity. So this is not like a new occurrence. Like, yo, it's because the slave masses while black folk. It's like, yo, it was people in ancient Israel, right? There was wolves in sheep's clothing. That's why the Bible would say, yo, watch out for wolves in sheep's clothing. Why would they say that? Because it's cats that, that have ulterior motives trying to convey Christian, quote unquote, stuff. Believers of the you know? way. Because yeah. even the term Christianity is a mixed bag. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about Constantinople and... Uh, and and uh, believers of the way and pra- and their practices at that time being institutionalized to a label of um, Roman, uh, well, not Roman, but Catholicism or Christianity yeah. and all of the other things that um, come with that come come with those uh, that that fusion mm. confusion, <laughs> but but specifically all those other things being uh, a lot of the other. Um, uh, Practices from other deities uh, were all absorbed, all absorbed in order to have like um, a new state religion, uh, one government, one world government. Yeah, using a more uh, modern and more contemporary term, we need to put more respect on the name (laughs) of the ancients because Uh a lot of times people will think that uh, the the Bible and and other texts are for the ancients, and it was from a long time ago, and it's not relevant now. But when you look at the ancient world, there are a lot of things that were done then that we don't even do now, mm-hmm. and that uh, are a little mysterious. It makes you wonder what's been going on in this in this world uh, in the history of humanity that made the ancient world so curious. So there is something to learn from the things that people wrote back then. Yeah, and then there are things that we do do now. Um, and it's got us all messed up that we're under, such as usury. <laughs> we told you you brought up the monetary system yeah. earlier, uh, and that that uh, gets us into consumerism and debt slavery. Uh, as yeah, you and debt yeah. slavery, absolutely. So uh, people who don't know what usury is, usury is loan loaning with exorbitant interest. Mm-hmm. That yep. that was a prohibition. In the book of Leviticus, uh, ancient Israel, mm-hmm. and Hebrews ought not uh, do that to other Hebrews. Yep. Yeah, we, we need to question uh, people's assault of the Bible, right? Because either we're going to be all in or all out, right? Either we're going to say all ancient books are irrelevant, right? Mm-hmm. It, if you say that, I'm like, okay, then you don't listen. You don't vibe with no The ancient, Iliad, yeah, none of that. Exactly. Or because the Bible the calls into Gilgamesh. account your personal responsibility to a being who's higher than yourself, mm-hmm. you want to say, well, I vibe with them other things, but right. I don't mess with the Bible. Right. How many ancient texts were written by faulty scribes, right? Come Why on. are you trying to get the on book of the people dead. right now? See, you the know? book of the we dead. We're going to come after them eventually. We're going to come after them. Keeper and aghast. Yeah. Why are you trying to go, you know, so, look at you. We just got to, you know, anyway. So I, we say all that to say. Look at you get into the heart of the matter. <laughs> know, you got to stay on the surface, bro, like everybody else, man. And you know, I know every once in a while I, I surf, but then I, I do scuba dive every okay. once in a while, okay. you know. Okay, okay. So we, we just say all that everybody to say. As y'all can, if you've been listening to us for almost the past year, by the way, y'all, it's been almost a year. It's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. If, if if you've been listening to us for the last year, we can you know that we kind of go off on tangents. So that was a tangent in order for us well, to say yeah. we're going to get a little Bible-y right now. It was, a, it, it was a nice context because yeah, <laughs> uh, it brought us to consumerism. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. No, I actually like it. I, I, I think that's a, a staple. What do we call ourselves in the beginning? The, the tangentials or something yeah. like that? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not a tangent we haven't seen we don't like. Parenthetically, so anyway. it's X, Y, Z. So in First Timothy, in, in, in the Bible, chapter 6, it says that you know, godliness with contentment is, is great gain. Mm-hmm. 
And so the the Bible sort of speaks to a level of contentment, right, that, that we have to have no matter what our financial situation is. Now, that I don't think that that, you know, prescribes us to not want to strive to be better, right, and strive to, you know, better ourselves, whether that's through education or through gaining skills. But I think that no matter what our situation is, we have to be content. Right? And that's crucial. What that's you're critical, saying is, yeah. is really crucial because even if you arrive at that destination that you want to go to, you still have to have contentment. Otherwise, what will you do then? You know, you arrive to the point where you're debt free, everything is taken care of, um, you have enough money even for your great grandkids. But if there's a lack of contentment in your heart, then you're going to be just as content then or, or discontent uh, in that stage as you are right now. So that's a principle. You yeah. know, we were just talking about the Bible principles. There are a lot of great things about that collection of books, but the, the, the essential principles are, are really, really, really heavy. And uh, so I think that when it mentions that, it's talking about the wealthy as well as the impoverished. If you don't have contentment and godliness, then you're still in the same boat. Oh, yeah. And you you made that point about it speaking to the wealthy as well as well as those who are not wealthy because if you have a tremendous amount of money, just pick a rand, a hundred million dollars, just a big sum, right? That's more money than you would probably ever need in a lifetime, right? So for all the people that we have seen and know about and read about that have that amount of money, and there's quite a few because Forbes list always comes out with, it and there's more people that get added to that list. Why are they still going after more? Well, they'll say we live in a monetary system. And uh, I was I was personally following um, George Foreman, the boxer from our parents' generation on Twitter uh, a few years ago. And he said, <laughs> the real guy? And, yes, yeah. and he said that you should be making money until the day after the day you die. And so to answer your question, some people say, well, we live in a monetary system that necessitates continual streams of income. Otherwise, if that stops, then you'll be in a situation where uh, you're you're um, you're basically um, requiring more than you're bringing in. That's that's good that that you say that. So then in that same passage in First Timothy, we read this last week. I just want to repeat some of these verses um, where it says that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people in reaching for it have strayed from the faith and have stabbed themselves with many pains. And so. As we looked up the definition last week of materialism is that mm. preoccupation, okay. you know, with gaining material wealth and with gaining material things, we have to acknowledge that we live in that context. Like George Foreman, you know, is like, yo, I'm, I'm going to keep trying to make money until the day after I die. Yeah. Like money might still be coming in. Yeah. You know, passive like, income. Pa- yeah. yeah. Passive income still coming in while I'm in the ground. Yeah. Things that I cannot take with me that... It, it sounds like such a paradox of a statement because I'm going to devote my time while I'm above ground to things that I cannot take with me when I'm in the ground. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, that's great that the passive income is coming in after you are dead, but you're dead. Yeah, but, but preoccupation is the essential term, though. It yeah. doesn't say that we can't look at the reality of the system that we live in, but being preoccupied is another thing. There's something that we have called life where the force, the the passion, the interests, the talents God has given us should be expressed. But you have that and then you have ways to make money from it. And I think that the focus should be on that, that life force that causes you to give to the world what God has given you. And that, yes, you should pay attention to the streams of income that come from it. But when you get to the point or when I or, or we get to the point where we're preoccupied by the streams that come from it, I think that might be what AJ was referring to. Yeah, yeah. Um, certainly preoccupation comes from two directions. Uh, one one is the uh, is 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 death slavery, uh, and so death slavery is uh, um, is is paying on interest on interest. And the reason why the specific reason why death slavery is a problem or paying on interest, really any interest, um, it the, the the problem is is that um, uh, mathematically. When you have principal and then you have interest, yep. which is uh, uh, that's profit that's given to the loaner, that's based on the amount of principal that you that 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 loaner 
has lent you. Yeah. And so if there's a particular per- percentage attached to that, then that means every dollar that you send that to that loaner, you're going to have that percentage taken out of the dollar and then going to the profit of the loan uh, of the loaner, meaning that that is less of that dollar that pays off the principal, which means that that extends your payments, which means that you'll never be able to if if you only pay if you 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 have to you have to almost get twice as much money depending on what the what what the uh, interest rate is you almost have to get twice as much money from whatever venture whatever endeavor you're trying to do for that loan yeah um um why 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 you've gotten that loan you have to get twice as much just to pay it back and that money might not be like that amount of money might not necessarily be that potential might not even exist based on um what you're taking that money to apply it to or use it for which means that you'll never be able to pay that loan back which means that you'll constantly be controlled. You'll well, constantly the, be controlled. Yeah. You'll, 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 you will not be, I mean, you know, unless you file for, for bankruptcy and, and there are ways around that, but we um, ways for that, but we're talking, we're talking, um, uh, we're talking through, um, not doing that. Uh, you're, you're constantly, or not being able to, like with the case of those of us who still have student loans or not being able to, right. Cause them or, don't go nowhere or, or not being able to, you're constantly, you're, you're, you, you, you're going to, you're going to be out on the street. You suffer in this society if you cannot pay your loans back. Uh, and that cycle that you're talking about is the slavery. Some people might think that saying debt slavery is going to the extreme, but actually, yes, that is well, being yeah, forced into that cycle it, is a form of slavery. It is. It is a form of slavery because it's wage slavery. Like you can't do certain things. You can't, you can't, you can't meet um, certain needs because you constantly have to pay something back. That means that you're going to be stuck somewhere doing something stuck probably that you're not fit to do or you're unable to answer to call the call to do something else the 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 lord may call you to do something else and you're unable to because you're being controlled you'll be controlled by the regime that you're that you're living under the society that you're living under so that's one side that's one side of um of uh of being of being stuck via death slavery and the other side and, and, and so an example for that is a mortgage uh, an uh example, emphasis on the prefix an example of that uh, an example um of that is uh is um uh um credit cards an example of that is student loans an example of that is anything that has intre- a car note that's right. a huge yeah. example now the other side though and, 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 and a lot of those things can be thrust upon you before you come to an awareness of what's even happening. Uh, however, there are other, there's another side to, to being stuck, and, and, that's, and that is consumerism. Mm-hmm. And consumerism is the constant desire to have more, to have more. Um, even when you already have enough. Are you talking right. about keeping up with the Joneses? Well, I mean, there's that. That's, that's, that is a big aspect of it. Uh, another aspect of that is uh, of of consumerism. Of consumerism is just constantly, constantly. Um, um, acquire, well, I mean, I'm about to re- reemphasize myself. What, I'm about to reiterate what I just said, but maybe I'll try to give a different example. Mm-hmm. But constantly um, trying to do more than is necessary. Not even just keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, Joneses might be you, like. Certain things in which that you think that you're above, um, like an example for me this week was um, see I'm I'm the 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 you know I go I'm an entrepreneur uh, yeah. and and you know life has its ups and has its downs and you don't necessarily make as much money in one year as you do the next so yeah. you know right now right now my situation is not I have to tighten my belt yeah uh, and so I have to. I have to live off of uh, less uh, income, less money than I'm used to making, like like a lot less. Yeah. Uh, and so there are things in which there are practices in which that I have to make, I have to rethink, I have to make certain compromises. So, for example, like I wanted to, I I knew that like, look, I just can't spend any money for this period amount of time, or I have to budget like a certain amount of money and I can't really spend over this amount. Or if 
Monday, I spend this plus a little bit more. That means the next day that I just can't, you know, I have to spend a little bit less on nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, and I had like, um, I had some food in my house. I had some canned salmon and I popped the can like last week. And I had it in my refrigerator. Wait, wait, I thought you didn't believe in canned food. Is that well, is that does that go to your point? You just you just you have to learn a little bit more about me because that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> oh, okay, it depends on what's canned. Oh, okay, so can't 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 uh, certain types of uh, foods are actually um, one of the best deals that you can get in a supermarket, depending on what it is. Yeah, canned salmon would be one of those things. Not that spam joint uh, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not going yeah. no place near spam. So so anyway, I had I had some canned salmon in my refrigerator that was there for a few days, and I I love canned salmon, but I have to be in the mood for it. <laughs> and um, I I wasn't necessarily in the mood one night this week, and I was like, you know what? All right, I got some money coming in a couple days from now. Do I just go and get some fresh? Uh, Cod, or do I just eat this canned salmon that I have sitting in the fridge? And I had to negotiate with myself. I'm like, okay, I got some money coming in, but but I said to myself, you know what? Let me just go ahead. I got this. I, I got this food. The Lord provided this food for me. Let me just fall back. Let me change what my desire. Let, let me. I have my desires, but let me resist my desires and let me. Let me eat what is right in front of me, and so and you decided I know to lead your heart instead of letting your heart lead you, yeah. or lead your appetite instead of letting your appetite lead you. Yes, and specifically because I bought that canned salmon for situations like this, and I could have just let it sit, mm. and I would have spent that, you know, spent money, and even though I would have had money coming in, that still would have been money gone, right? Right, right, right and right. not only would it have been money gone, but that would have been me um, feeding my flesh. Right, like I mean, physically, but no, I mean spiritually, because I would have given, I would given into my lower self, and I think that to each their own. Everybody has their own battles, their own challenges, uh, and so you know, my thing is that, and I and I know that it's applicable for a lot of people, even that specific situation. But yeah. I think people have to take that template and um, apply their own variables. Just wanted to add to, to to what you're saying that we live in a social environment. And so besides keeping up with the Joneses, uh, we have to, it, it might not just be, I want to keep up with those people over there, but about appearances and a society that says you are more successful and given more respect if you do X, Y, Z, you know, if you don't work behind a cash register or if you don't uh, deliver mail or pick up trash. And some people, you know, a lot of people are very susceptible to being concerned about appearances. But if that's what they have to do in order to feed family members or feed themselves, then we live in a society where we have to actually make a conscious decision to do what we need to do, even if you have to put on a uniform right. for the purpose of meeting these types of needs. It's not just as an issue of people who are greedy, but sometimes pride based on the, the social structure that we have been born into will prevent folks from, you know, doing what they have to do. And that's good because I, I want to make sure that we make this, you know, sort of articulate the stark difference. We're not talking about if you have to make ends meet. And I think sometimes that that can kind of get blurred. We're talking about specifically when you have, like Avery said, when you have what you need, like you're straight, but yet your desires are still craving more and more and more. That's different than, you know what, I'm going to have to budget, I'm going to have to plan, I'm going to have to put this to the side, you know, do some different things. Hey. Yeah, it's like, uh, there are plenty of people in this scenario. Um, it's, uh, you know, I rent a high-performance vehicle, but I, I'm, I'm depressed, and I'm on, you know, I, I, I hate what it is that I'm doing. Uh, in terms of, like, for a living? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I hate what it is that I'm doing. Uh and it's like, well, well, one one of the strategies in order to uh, free yourself from the things in which you don't like doing is to is to is to lower your expenses, right. yep. to lower your commitments, yep. and that ties into this thing that people curse, and that's the Bible, which talks about usury, and this is why usury is so a, a problem, and. The scripture talks about it's a proverb where it says the borrower is servant or slave. slave. That's what that lender. means yes. to the lender. This is what that means. So when you're feeling bad and you're depressed and whatnot, like the scripture speaking directly to you in this situation, 
Uh, you want to lower your expenses so that you can put more away. You can have a bit more freedom to be able to explore different things. Right. And li- living in the area that we're in, yeah, um, in this country, and, and specifically this this uh, uh, DMV area is it's it's highly it's high it's a high high highly vehicular area yeah. where their cars that means the traffic sucks yeah, in the, DC yeah area, it, well everybody. yeah but it's it, also highly vehicular in this in the requirements for example yes. when i was working in northern virginia there are certain neighborhoods with no sidewalks yeah well, so you have no choice right yeah, but right. to drive yeah and that's city planning and that goes back to henry yeah, ford that, that, that's that, urban planning yeah, yeah yeah that goes back to henry ford again this goes to consumerism is is is, is directly di- it's designed it's set decades and decades and decades before your your father met your mother you know <laughs> and their their parents met their parents like it's set up for you to drive a vehicle right now and to take out a car note and so yeah. This is these are things in which that you have to be aware of. You see these car commercials uh, that come on like during the holidays, and the holidays are pagan anyway. But these but these holiday these uh, commercials come on, and it's like, oh, you got me a car. You know, they'll show like a little bow. Oh yeah, yeah a bow yeah, over yeah. a Lexus. Like it's they don't never show the bow over like a bucket. How yeah. come they don't never- <laughs> like? Do you know how? But I do have to say something about the bow over the bucket. Okay, so right now I'm driving a car that I'm not used. That's in a condition that I'm not used to. I've been driving nothing but brand new cars for yeah, the past used decade. To, used to driving that Rolls Royce. I got you. We I know, got you. Not we quite know. the Rolls Royce, but yeah, I've been driving with the constellation you know, uh, but, ceiling lights. We but know. right now I'm driving a car that I'm not used to driving in terms of its condition. And the Tesla. Now, you're not used to driving the Tesla. We got <laughs> And you. so this Prius is the best car that I've ever had in terms of a lot of things. Of course, the the fuel economy is is incredible and uh, just so many benefits. But on top of that, on top of that, it came from an auction and I have no note attached to it. Mm-hmm. And the insurance is in the double digits. And it's this is that there's Ooh. freedom. Mm-hmm. There's freedom attached to this little little tiny. You about to get Braveheart on us. Freedom. There's freedom <laughs> attached to this little and tiny they get little decapitated. car. And so I spoke to my brother. <laughs> shout Braveheart out to my spoiler. <laughs> shout out to uh, to my brother. But I spoke to him just this morning on the way over here, and I was pointing at different dings and different things on on the car, which the car works perfectly fine. Uh, but I'm pointing at things that I'm just not used to having in a car because I like my cars to reflect me as a person, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not even the the most materialistic person in the world. Um, but you know, I, I just like it to reflect something related to me. And so I was pointing to a few things and my brother just shook his head and, and just told me, just reminded me, I needed a reminder this morning about the fact that this car basically costs me absolutely and positively nothing. Yes. And it takes me where I need to go and yes. it does the job. And, and so I'm very thankful. Yeah. And- but this is, I just wanted to mention that this is why I'm so excited. What you said earlier about lowering your expenses, mm-hmm. um, what, what makes me so excited about the surge in minimalism going on right now is a huge trend there's van dwellers and tiny house people and you know there there are some benefits to 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 that perspective but one thing that a lot of people don't realize is what you just said Avery which is you can just simply lower your expenses you know, and be out of a whole lot of problems yeah, yeah. that you put yourself in. Yeah. Just decrease well, what is required every month, and then you can actually live. Well, I want to get specific about that uh, because, again, this goes back to interest, right? Like, this is what we're told, and I, and I know this because I grew up around it, and this this, this quote-unquote spirit of entrepreneurship, and that is, um, well, you know, you... How how do you analyze how do you analyze an opportunity or 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 invest or or make more money? You wanna you wanna find an investment vehicle that brings in uh, that 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 has a higher return yeah. than um, than uh, what your expenses are, and so if you are paying on something at like let's say four percent. Then, then you want to find an investment vehicle that brings you back like nine percent, ten percent. Then you make three percent more, right? Uh, or fifteen, twenty percent, or or whatever, whatever it is. But we're constantly 
taught, we're constantly taught to look at investments that bring in a a, a higher uh, return, a higher return, a higher return. Definitely. And what I realized was that okay, well that's and this again, this is after years of 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 focusing like work, just work looking at business and doing different businesses and whatnot, and I realized that. Um, you know, I could also look the other way and just lower my expenses. <laughs> Hello. Like, and by lowering my expenses, what I mean is like removing the things in which that are uh, that have interest attached to it. Because uh, if I, if not I, only that, but they're also unnecessary. Like, think about having things with interest that are not necessary. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And yes. I, what I'm saying is mathematically, like, if you have yeah. a, you have, you have, you, if somebody is paying on a credit card. Um, and they're like at seventeen percent, eighteen percent, or even a school loan that's at four point eight percent, five percent, six percent, or whatever. Now you're forced to look. At, you know, you want to be all like businessy and whatnot. You're fo- you're forced to to find investments that return higher than that, yeah. and that is very difficult and it's extremely high oh, yeah. risk. Oh yeah, and that's why it's called an investment, right? And 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 high risk. That means that it's not going. Most people are going to lose money. Yeah. You know, when you do that. However, if you turn it around and you focus your money, you cha- you you channel your money to pay off your school loans, mm-hmm. you channel your money to pay off your credit cards, you channel your money to pay off uh, your mortgage, then what that does is like rather than you have to like you swinging for a home run to get a 20% return, right? Or a 10% return that more than likely won't happen, you can get a Six percent return on the money that you're already bringing in by mm-hmm. just paying off the in- that just by paying off the loan. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, you can keep more of the money that's already coming in, so you don't have to swing for a home run. It, it's it's more so it's about it's baseball terminology, but you know it's you don't have to always hit on home runs. You can get RBIs, but when <laughs> RBIs is if runs I'm living runs on the edge, than- no. If yeah. I'm living on the edge, I have to try to aim for home runs. And I think that's the that's the key because so many people are living on the edge of oblivion. Like if I don't hit a home run, like it's over. And you know, what what so he's saying to get away from the edge. No, I'm saying it's going to be over. To get away from it is over for a lot yeah. of people. And so we have to yeah, lower those expenses yeah. and back back I was about to say that song, back that thing up, but no, I'm not gonna say it. Ooh, too, you late. Go. Know, too late. I've already said it now. You already said the edited version. We we have to, you know, we have to. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's the PG thirteen version. We have to we have to back up from the edge. Back up from the edge. edge. And, and, back and up from the edge. I think you know you 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 made a really good point last podcast. Even you said if a fish is in water, it doesn't know it's wet until you know somebody brings it to us. Hey, you know you're wet because it has always existed. In Those water. are its conditions. Yeah. That's its environment. Yeah, and it's to, normative. You, you <laughs> it's normative <laughs> to the fish. That it's yeah. But, so what we wanted to do was to bring to everybody's attention to say, hey, yo, this is the context in which you live. The reason you think it is normal to like what Avery was just saying to live on the edge because when you talk to a lot of people they think that's normal yeah people think that that's normal to live on the edge of oblivion and it's like no that's not really normal let me show you a different way and so this has more to do with examining I think our conditions and our circumstances um James 4 you know sorry we we told you on the beginning we're gonna get a little bible today um it says that who knows to do good and does not do it is guilty of sin. James I, chapter four. Yeah, James four. And so a lot of times we think sin is all, you know, fornicating or stealing or, you know, the, the, the bad stuff. But it's like when things are brought to your attention and you still choose not to do it, right? When things are brought to your attention that will rectify your situation yeah. and you still choose not to do it, mm-hmm. that's still almost like sin to you. You know, Eve posted an article this week. I'd encourage you to check out. I'm going to post it on the Facebook page about the gig economy and how the gig economy, the structure of it, it actually celebrates people just working to working themselves to death. That right? is correct. And, you know, one of the things that they cite in the gig economy, well, two things they cite. The first thing that they cite in the article, it's a New Yorker article, um, is this woman who was driving Lyft 
at like nine months pregnant, like having contractions yeah. in the car while mm-hmm. she's driving, yeah. still trying to get literally, a, literally, like I, I don't mean figuratively. She was going into labor, but was still trying to get the last couple of rides in on her way to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Just like what? And then here's the crazy part about it. it's not even that, which is that's wild in of itself. Gig then use, I mean, Lyft then uses that story to try to use it as a public relation. See, <laughs> it worked out well for her. As yeah. if it's a source of pride. Yeah, as if it's a source of pride for them. They tried to spin that into, hey, look, this is what our, this is the kooky stories our riders get into. It's like, no, you put them in that situation to try to scrape and scratch for every last nickel and dime. And then they, um, the article also cites a Fiverr um, advertising campaign that encourages people to be available whenever, however, and well, yeah, you know, drink a- coffee for lunch and don't go to sleep. I mean, it's like it's a wild campaign, uh, ad campaign that they were encouraging all their yeah, Fiverr, yeah. extremely yeah. talented people, yeah. extremely talented people who are just trying to live as freely as possible under this monetary system by setting their own hours, but they're they're put they're backed into a, a corner. They're either going to be packed, backed into yeah, the it, job corner or the backed into the gig economy corner where you can pay them five, ten, fifteen, twenty five dollars for some something really, 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 really good. Because that lift joint, they did the math and it only averages out to about eleven dollars an hour when they they did the calculations. If you factor in gas and this and that, and if Fiverr and Uber and a and, and the Amazon, all, all of these uh, companies did the same, maybe you know it would probably be about the same in terms of these other gigs. Now here's the wild part. So if someone were to offer them a job, yo, we're gonna get you this job making eleven dollars an hour. Then they would. Exa- I ain't taking that job. Good point. I'm, I'm worth more than that. Yeah. I'm gonna do Lyft, but. He, I, I want to bring to people's attention one of the the unfortunate things about this, yes. you know, is that it is the illusion of control that people jump at these opportunities. And I'm not knocking if you want to drive Lyft, if you want to drive Uber. Yeah, it's just yeah. to have a more a, a clearer picture of what you're getting yourself into. And would you rather? And these are questions that we just want to pose to you guys. Right. This is not again. We don't want to be like we're on our soapbox that we have everything perfect. It's to have a clear picture. And if you believe that you're doing these things because you want to have control, we'd like to submit for your consideration. Maybe the first control you want to pursue is self-control. And if I'm doing these gigs and doing these other things because I'm not content, then that's a problem. Now, if I'm doing this, if I have to legitimately make money. Yeah, but it's not just necessarily about contentment in this situation. We're actually in a room called the monetary system. Mm -hmm. And the monetary system, the room called the monetary system doesn't care if you choose that corner where you're having to sit behind a desk for eight hours a day in a position that the human body wasn't designed to, to sit in for eight hours. Or you go into that other corner where you get to control your hours, but you're running after $11. Running, running, running after. So this is a, you know, so for some people, yes, some people, as soon as they make more money, they increase their lifestyle and they keep on inching themselves closer to that edge by leaving so such little, little space between what they bring in and what they put out. But for other people, it's not it's not an issue of contentment. It's they're they're trying to survive in this room. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, it's like steps to a goal. It is. It is. It's, ste- it's steps to go there. I mean, they're, they're steps to a goal. There are some people. There's some people where um where where they're put in situations where unfortunately they have to they like this is like the only opportunity right, right. right like even though even though those that's always strange because like you have a car that is obviously no older than five years like you ha- so there's a level of access that somebody had in order to even drive li- unless they did the predatory thing and they signed up for getting a new car. Which was crazy that Uber was offering that. I don't know if Lyft was offering it. Yeah, Lyft, Lyft was doing it as Lyft, well. Lyft, oh yeah, now, now that's now that was that was clearly now that you know just because just you're paying the a, note with the with the first just bunch put, of money you make, you're I mean, paying just the note. Put, people that just just put me on an auction and start whipping me because that <laughs> that is obviously slavery. Obviously, obviously, but. But, uh, just call me Toby today. Yeah, yeah, but but some people, you know, some people slow money is better than no money. So, um, so yeah, you you, you take those things and you 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 do it. You for better a laugh little, on the mic a little. <laughs> you wait. Well, you take those things. You do it for a little bit of time. But unfortunately, um, in the end, oh, it, it it doesn't really it doesn't truly work out. And and 
uh, it is a double coincidence uh, of wants. And what, what I mean by that is okay. a double coincidence of wants is the scenario that uh, necessitates bartering. Uh, and, and bartering means, uh, that's like, I have something of value and you have something of value. I trade my thing of value to gain the thing of value that you have for me. That's bartering double coincidence of wants. And so, um, when it comes to coincidence being the operative term, because that person has to want what you, uh, what you have at the same time that you want what they have. So yeah, that, that is, that's, that's dangerous. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, is that. When it comes to, because AJ has said, like, uh, Lyft put the woman into the situation. Like, I mean, they both put themselves in the situation. Like, yeah. the woman that had to take take it, you know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Lyft, Lyft built the platform. For clearly. her to take advantage yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. For but her to take, exactly. With, and with so, that gray area but, between yeah. the legal and immoral. Yeah, absolutely. What they did was no, legal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it is per, it is purposely set up this way so that they know that there's going to be a certain amount of the population that's vulnerable and exactly. does not and, and and because of the because of uh um the way in which the, the profit motive the um the the profit motive that's built into uh our current capitalist structure uh, there's going to be uh there's, there's going to be a por- a por- a portion of the population that is going to be unemployed and underemployed just by design and mm. so that right there is the market segment. So, so these that, gig economy platforms are actually going after those folks. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. or Why people who just well, the the other reason is freedom of mobility but and it, not well, having they, to be stuck in a box for freedom. eight hours. They give you that illusion, illusion, but they, but they know, like they know before you know, yeah. that you're part of the. 20%, I think it's like 20% of the population that they know will not succeed or thrive in yeah. capitalism. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. we would just encourage everybody out mm. there, you know, listen, examine your situation before you just jump at all these quote unquote opportunities or all these, there. examine your situation. Are you walking in self-control, right? Are there some things you can cut out? Is there some stuff that you can put to the side? Is that a need? Is that a want? Like we would just encourage everybody, you know, for all these different things, materialism, consumerism, and um, capitalism, which is the the big elephant in the room, examine your situation before you just jump at all of these opportunities. All right, so we're gonna wrap here. We've been getting it real heavy, guys, and you know we don't feel like want to feel like we're beating y'all up too too bad on no nah, i'm okay with it <laughs> if you're materialistic or if you're a consumer um but let's we just going ended up on on a on a light note here so getting back to our this week in the news we hadn't had one in a couple weeks just because we you know wanted to get heavy and into the uh, materialism and consumerism talk but here, you know speaking of materialism and consumerism um so our this week in the news um your friend my friend uh houston megachurch pastor Kirby John Caldwell. That's a that's a name for you right there, boy. Hey. They couldn't d- decide on Kirby or John, so they just was like, let's just throw that joint together. Mm-hmm. Kirby John. Yeah. The right Reverend Kirby John um, from Houston. He's a mega church pastor. He was actually also a spiritual quote unquote advisor to President W George W. Bush. That's the son, not H. W. but W. So the article says. <laughs> so the article says. Well, they they did have a picture of him sharing a laugh. <laughs> oh, okay, so it was verifiable evidence. Well, at least that they were in a picture together. Right. Um, so my man Kirby John was selling worthless Chinese bonds um, to some of the vulnerable. He is from the Houston area. Um, he also, I believe, he it's saying something that he was. Yeah, he was also doing it. I believe in some in like Louisiana because he was indicted in um, Shreveport. Okay. Um, to vulnerable population and elderly population. I mean, you know, pretty much the the same people that most church you know, demographic got it. I was I was going to say that most, you know, predatory uh, lenders prey upon the vulnerable population and elderly population, but you could probably lump the church leadership to a certain degree in in that same boat. Um so he um he worked with a financial planner, Gregory Allen Smith, to uh, commit wire fraud, money laundering, and conspiracy. Um, they actually were indicted and sued by the SEC. 
Um, now it was like a million dollars of worthless bonds. I mean, I talk about like a you know a couple hundred dollars. It's like a million dollars worth. Of, so for people who are already vulnerable and elderly people who might be living on a you know fixed income or whatever, that's that's devastating. And you know, I, I guess at, if you've been listening to our podcast long enough, you should know that just by the mere fact that someone is a quote unquote pastor is probably not enough to say I can't believe that they're that they were doing X, Y, and Z. You know, it's like, yo, what, what, at, at this point, what, what does that mean? Um, so he was, he had a, a his church was six, a 16,000 member church. Pretty big church, I would say. It's a 16,000. Uh, once I get 16,000 followers on the podcast, I can, I would consider myself. No? Well, okay. You're going to sell them Chinese bonds? <laughs> That'll be the next thing. Follow us on social media and buy our Chinese bonds. Nah, so he his church is it's it's a mega church. He has sixteen thousand members, and I don't know. It's just it's just unfortunate because obviously it's another stain on Christendom as a whole. Because here you have a mega church pastor. People already would have been hating on him, right? Because he's a mega church pastor, and on top of that, he's selling useless or worthless Chinese bonds to the vulnerable and the elderly population in the Houston, Texas, and you know Louisiana area. Uh yeah, I think it sucks. I think he's uh he's getting what he deserves. Well, you know, if you smoke cigarettes, you can't be surprised if you get uh lung cancer. So I think uh that if you know that uh system's messed up, then you can't be surprised when uh <laughs> you can't y- y- your money's stolen. And uh, this is not something that's limited to um, to this uh, Kirby John Caldwell uh, person. That yeah, this was this, this happened. Person. This happened uh, earlier this year with Bitcoin, and it feeds into um, people's desires to want to come up. People, quite honestly. People in situations where they they are living on the edge, as you said, mm. and they are desperate. They are desperate, especially especially people of the sun, uh, people who we deem to have African ancestry in this country. Um, black people uh, are at the uh, bottom economically, and so um, they are way more susceptible. And I'm saying, as a percentage as a percentage goes, they are way more. Um, uh, vulnerable to these kinds of uh, these kinds of exploits, and um, even and they're, they're they're way more vulnerable to these kinds of exploits, meaning that uh, they don't necessarily have the ability to recover um, as gracefully as as others who might get um, who others who others who are doing a little bit better financially, and so if they get swindled, they can bounce back a lot faster. So. Um, that's unfortunate that he's no better than Bitcoin I mean I know what you're saying is correct mm -hmm. but that's why I was saying you know for someone who's a quote unquote pastor yeah I mean you know you ain't no better than Bitcoin to these people multi-level marketing yeah 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 yeah, it's the same you know it's the same same unfortunate scenario because um, people have a a difficult time being able to understand um, uh, financial scams they don't because a lot of it has to do with um, a lot of it has to do with uh, uh, cult of personality, mm-hmm. and it has to do with uh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it just has to do with things in which that people just mm-hmm. don't necessarily uh, follow. It has to do with, um, understand. It, it has to do with confidence. Uh, it has to do. That's why it, there's a term called con man. The confidence man. Yeah, yeah the confidence man. Ah, um, somebody been watching Dirty Money. I see you. No, nah, I mean I, I've known that term, but okay. Yeah. That joke yeah. was hitting though, wasn't it? I, know I didn't know. watch it yet. Oh yeah, I, nah, but yeah. I, I plan on it. The they homie, had one on there called Confidence Man. That's why. I yeah, it. yeah. The homie was telling me about it. I, I, I plan on watching it. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it really is sad. You know, I say, hey, you know, hold on to what you got. If you hear me, you hold on to what you got. And like I said, first, if somebody comes up to you and they're trying to offer you the world, the world to say, hey, well, you know, if you put this amount of money, you'll get this back, and blah blah blah. Boop, boop, boop. Look, you take that that that's that that. All, all, all of those quote-unquote business opportunities, look, look, just fall back. You could take that money, and rather than risking losing it, just pay off your bill, pay off your debts, 
pay off your debts. There's, there's, that's a 100% return on your investment. Guaranteed <laughs> that money's coming back because you're going to be able to claim more of the money that you already have. Yeah, not name it and claim it. Just yeah, actually claim I mean, it for real. Yeah, and, and it, I mean, seriously, it's like it's like tax deductions, but your own personal tax deductions. Yeah. So we'll anyway, talk. we for, for those of you who listen who might say, yo, hey, why y'all keep going in on, on preachers, man? You know, this is how I would like to look at it. And it's it's it, it, it's it's similar, but not exactly the same. But it is very similar. It's almost like when people continue to go on law enforcement, right? And they're like, "Yo, man, how you gonna go on all the law enforcement just for a couple bad apples?" You know, just I'm playing devil's advocate. And you say, "All right, well, for every every time I turn around, it's more bad apples popping up. At some point, I got to question the whole system, right?" Mm-hmm. So, how many times do preachers have to swindle their parishioners or? Mm-hmm you know, touch little boys or do whatever before we say, yo, you know what, let's examine this whole system. Let's mm-hmm. let's examine this whole joint. And for, you know, believers, man, we we have a, a, a tendency to want to, you know, have a desire to examine every other system except our own. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the whole point of this week in the news. We we do it with levity, but the fact of the matter is is that there's truth in the levity and it's like, yo, it's some stuff going on that's foolish paradoxical, shady, all of the above. And we got to, you know, want to examine our own house first. So this cat, Kirby John, you know, listen, man, you swindling poor people, vulnerable people, elderly people, man, out of of hundreds of thousands of dollars. They said there was up to a million dollars was was in the SEC report. That's, That's for someone who claims to be a leader in the body of Christ. Like we should not be able to as easily describe you as we did Bitcoin. Like that should not be a very easy, but it was. Because of the way he carried himself, it was an easy jump to go right to Bitcoin. You should be better than Bitcoin. Your character, your stance, your standards should be higher than that of cryptocurrency. So anyway, with that being said, you know, we're going to we're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there with uh, Kirby John. So we thank you all for rocking with us this week. Um, as always, we do our best to give you this insightful commentary because we are so illustrious. Nah. Um, thank you for rocking with us this week. This is uh, AJ for Avery and Eve. We say, as always, we're going to keep God in the mix as we keep doing what we do. Peace. Peace. Let's get started. I won't teach you. Let me set apart who is my people. The ones who set in their heart to be believers. Press on to the mark to follow Jesus. When it gets hard, they be seeking the leaders. Fathers that help them heal when they are beaten. Or help them see the meaning when they're grieving. Don't follow their feelings that are being misleading. They're the ones that keeping it biblical Keeping 100 when others saying it's fictional A relational life, that is how it's scriptural A stay in the light while cats be living typical Integrity we chose cause folks is hypocritical Religious midwit, man that is how they picture you Wishing you would go the way of the extinction